one day Oprah and I are going to sit down and have tea. Like, I don't know when it's going to happen or where it's going to happen. She was talking about how her life changed when she started like actually meditating. She said, um, I am, I'll never forget it. I, I've written it down. I have it everywhere. She said, I am now expanding into the fullness of my being. I am now expanding into the fullness of my being. And ever since I read that, I've always thought to myself, in what way am I showing up in the fullness of my being? And in what way am I only halfway showing up? Welcome to Openly Spoken, the self-development and self-love podcast where you get to learn through the open sharing of stories. I am your host, Celia Antonio's self-love and self-care mentor. I also like to call myself a quantum self-love coach, a spiritual healer, and a self-expression enthusiast. My guests and I cover topics around spirituality, womanhood, healing, business, love, relationships, and more as we open up and share about our life journeys. My intention with Openly Spoken is for this podcast to be your guide to empowerment, self-expression, and living a life you're absolutely in love with. I am on a mission here to create a world with more embodied, empowered, and fully self-expressed women because I believe that will change the paradigm of this world. And in this podcast, this is one of the ways that I get to support you. I invite you now to set an intention, open your mind, and surrender to the transmission you're about to receive. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Openly Spoken podcast. My name is Celia. I am your host. And today we have a special guest today. Her name is Suki Iloterio. She is a spiritual coach and a creativity coach. And she helps women express themselves, feel confident, and helps them to get paid to doing what they love with the help of the goddess. I'm so excited for this episode. And Suki and I, I think the universe like conspired for us to meet. It's so funny. We, we met on Instagram somehow, probably because we post, we post things that are kind of in aligned with each other. So like we might've found each other through someone else's account or through a hashtag or something. But when I met Suki, followed her, we chatted a little bit on the DMs. And then one of my closest friends, she posted a picture of her and a few other women and Suki was in it. And then I'm like, wait, you two know each other? And I realized that uh, Suki lived very close to where I used to live. I used to live in Miami, Florida, and we know a lot of the same people. And we're both trained yoga teachers. We got trained around the same time. I think Suki got trained in 2014 and I got trained in 2015. And uh, I've been to the studio that she used to teach. And my sister went to an event that Suki did once. And I think it was like a divine feminine meditation. So it's really cool that like we, our paths were always like really close. And then on Instagram, I want to say a year ago, I don't even remember, we met there and we started talking. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about divine feminine. We're going to be talking about self-expression, 
There's some manifestation pieces. It's really just a casual conversation. And in editing this, in editing this episode, I really want to invite Suki back again because I feel she just has so much wisdom. And I hope that you enjoyed that little mantra in the little intro that I just had for you that I just played for you with the mantra of I am now expanding to the fullness of my being. I am now expanding to the fullness of my being. I love it. We also talked about body image, body connection, illusions around body image and how what the media feeds into us around body image. We talked about identity, so many nice things. And I hope that you enjoy this episode and let's just, let's get into it. Suki, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, you're welcome. Let's start off with giving a little intro about who you are, what you're doing online and what you're passionate about, all that stuff. I do this every six months, every year or so. I, I will get a little bit, I'll tune into exactly what it is I'm doing and how I'm serving. And so I've decided now as of yesterday <laughs> that I am a self-expansion coach and cosmic healer. And the reason I say that is because I help people through the expansion phase, which is the rising um, through self-expression and creativity, their business blocks, their spiritual blocks, the things that are showing up that are preventing them from getting to that next level of their success and their energy and their awesomeness. Um, And the reason I say cosmic healer is because I do a lot of work in the current uh, in their current lives, but maybe in their past lives, uh, maybe in generational healing. I do a lot of mother line healings. We work a lot in the, in the mother energy. And so I realized that the healing goes beyond just the physical form and the physical body or the physical that we are in right now. It goes into like dimensions and into space and into cosmicness. So that's who I am now. <laughs> I love that. And I feel like just thinking of that and just bringing that up, like that's something that I would love to sit and talk to you about. Like if I ever make it to one of your brunches. Yes, 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 absolutely. (laughs) Cause there's like so many layers to all of that. I love that so much. How did you come to this like shift of calling yourself first? uh, The audio cut out. I think you've said spiritual business coach in the beginning. So now being a self-expansion coach, what was that? What did that shift look like for you? Well, I started thinking about, you know, I thought I started thinking about the clients who are coming to me. Um, And a lot of the times we have this idea of like who it is that we're supposed to project to people, the identity that we're supposed to show up as. But when you really like, when you think about it and you back up and you come into that space of service, which really, I, since 2014, when I became a yoga teacher, I always come back to that space of service. So when you're being of, of high service to others, so it, it, it starts to become less about you and more about the service in general. So if we're all here to serve a higher purpose, then 
who is it that's being attracted to me? Who's coming into my sphere? What do they want? What do they desire? And a lot of the times what's happening is if you're attracting some people and then somehow detracting them, it's because you haven't like caught up to the greater message of what you're, what you're supposed to be doing here, you know? And so maybe there may be some lag time until you figure out and you make that click. And so when I started reviewing, let me think about the past six months. Let me think about the last year. Let me think about the type of people that were coming into my sphere and what they were asking me to do. I realized that, yes, I was helping them with their brand. Yes. I was helping them in business. Yes. I was helping them in a spiritual sense, but but spirituality is so huge. It's like this huge, like, like flask that you can fall into. What does it really mean? You know, and expansion was the word that came to me um, back in 2000. And uh, I believe it was 2018. I came across uh, an Oprah article and I love Oprah. I always say I put Oprah on I, I put Oprah on my vision board. I can't see my vision board right now, but I, I have Oprah on my vision board. I think about her all the time and I always say one day Oprah and I are going to sit down and have tea. Like, I don't know when it's going to happen or where it's going to happen, but it's just going to be like, or maybe I'll be walking by and she'll be like, Suki, come have tea with me. I'll be like, okay, that's great. Let's have some tea. But I saw in the back of this Oprah magazine, she was meditating. She was doing transcendental meditation and she was sitting in an entire room of like 200 people uh, in silence, sitting in transcendental meditation. And she was talking about how her life changed when she started like actually meditating, um, which really, it changed for me too. When I started really understanding like the importance of meditation. And she said, um, I am, I'll never forget it. I, I've written it down. I have it everywhere. She said, I am now expanding into the fullness of my being. I am now expanding into the fullness of my being. And ever since I read that, I've always thought to myself, in what way am I showing up in the fullness of my being? And in what way am I only halfway showing up? And so when it comes to like expansion, this is really what I help people with is cracking through this, like, oh, you're only halfway showing up. You need to fully show up now. And I'm not, and I, I say any good coach is not going to let you wiggle out. So many chances to wiggle out. Like I'm going to wiggle out of this. And I'll, <laughs> what people love about me is I'll call them on it. I'm like, you're wiggling out right now. And you got to go all the way in. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I love that process so much because in that space, you get to create a more authentic business. And it's kind of like, it kind of shows you how like the self-development side is so important in entrepreneurship. I feel like sometimes that that's kind of like looked over or it's kind of done like in a half-assed way. <laughs> but when you're, when you're really coming from that space, like I wrote down, I wrote down the quote that you said from Oprah, I am now expanding into the fullness of my being. Like coming back to that is a really good anchor to be to just ask yourself, like, am I in alignment? Yeah. And so much of the self-development world is about like band-aids, right? Here's a, here's a band-aid. Yeah. And, uh, and then you'll be good. Um, and so much of the coaching industry is fixated on the physical side, the money side, you mm -hmm. know, the, the, 
is success really even defined by how much money you have in your account or is success defined by the fullness of your being right that you like that you're feeling full that you're feeling satisfied and content and happy which is the whole reason that we're here in the first place is to be in that space of joy yeah definitely and from that space of like focusing on the money i've had i've worked with a like variety of coaches and when I have a coach, like I'm actually in a program with her now, but she's so focused on the money and, and strategy and achievement that sometimes it's a little overwhelming to me. And I've, I caught myself like doing things in that container where I'm like, this actually isn't in alignment with me. Maybe I need to like take a step back <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you said that because one of the things that I feel is really important um, and, and as you were sharing that we're going to talk about today on, on this podcast too, is, is feminine energy. And so feminine energy has very little to do with strategy um, and, uh, and, and powering through stuff or, or sales goals or anything like that. Like you're not going to look at that from a feminine perspective. Because feminine um, has to do with the void. It's actually to do with this beautiful emptiness right and I like to think of it as a womb I like to think of it yeah. as the womb space me too everything the is womb. created from yes there. everything is created but it's but it's most of the time 90 percent of the time in our lives it's empty there's nothing in there and yet it's a container yeah and it's magical right and so it's the sense of like I I always talk about the void and slipping into the void and the reason that we have to slip into the void, which comes only with rest and relaxation and surrender and trust, is because in that energy of nothingness is also the energy of everything. It's nothing and everything all at the same time. But we don't allow ourselves to go there, constantly driving to like the next goal, the next strategy, the next success, the next, you know, and I was that way uh, my whole childhood too. Um, a very driven, very um, slightly type A perfectionist. Um, uh, if you want to get thing done, you got to do it yourself. That was a big thing that I used to tell myself all the time. And now I do those things. Like I, I actually don't believe any of those things because I feel that it was indoctrination. Like it was uh, me feeding into a system you know, and the truth is, is that whether you're male or female, uh, transgender, uh, don't want to identify with any gender at all, you know, androgynous, it doesn't actually matter. What matters is that you have a flow of both feminine and masculine energy, mm -hmm. and that you honor both of those energies. Mm -hmm. um, meaning that sometimes to switch off and then sometimes to switch on. Yeah. And I think that's the gear. Like uh, if we don't do that with our car, if we had a car and we just constantly had the car on and running and revving, we weren't, we're not going to get first anywhere. gear the whole time. Like yeah. you're going to drive really slow. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is it, uh, and also it's going to break down. Like you're yeah. going to break down, mm -hmm. you know, and as an, as a, former type a former perfectionist former like and also like aries um super hyper masculine energy there too you know i um Air, i'm an aries um 
Aries sun and a Pisces moon. So I'm very grateful for my Pisces moon because it helps me slow down and it helps me tap into that feminine. But like, I know so much about burnout. I know so much about like that, like striving for success to the point of like falling into a pit of despair, you know, because you're just trying so hard. Um, but yeah, once I started getting into this flow, into the femininity, I started recognizing that there were always things that I would do as a child that would be in that magical void space. And one of the biggest ones was daydreaming and being in my imagination. And we always think, you know, oh, stop daydreaming, stop dilly-dallying, stop, mm -hmm. you know, laying in a field, looking up at the clouds. Well, I identified with, I always have identified with Alice in Wonderland because I know so much about like that daydreaming, that imagination. And it, it fueled me. Mm -hmm. It has fueled me this whole time when I slip into that void and I slip into that daydreaming and you can call it dilly dallying or whatever, but it's <laughs> like that emptiness is so important to me. It's where the soul resides and my soul needs that space yeah there's so much here and there's so many questions floating in my head <laughs> uh, I the, said a lot <laughs> the first thing I kind of want to circle back to uh, you mentioned about with when you came to the space of expansion about how can we take ourselves out of it so that we can come back to service and then my question and tying that in with divine feminine, like with me, at least in my journey of, of divine feminine energy and connecting with that is getting really comfortable with desiring things with like that my soul wants something and it doesn't, doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be good. Like, it's just, I, I want a nice robe or I want, you know, to make this amount of money this month. How do you, um, take yourself kind of like out of the business, but also still connect with like your desires and what you want your business to help you to be able to achieve? This is, yeah, this is a good question. Um, so one of the things I always say is that like love is the center of your business, right? So how can you bring yourself back into alignment with love, with like the energy of love? That's just the core of it. Then I ask people all the time, is love on your business plan? Is forgiveness part of your business plan? Is self-care part of your business plan? If I am the business and the business is me, and I am the energy point of my business, then my energy has to be so well-fueled in order to show up that way. So an invitation to ask the question, instead of um, how much money do you want to make? Mm -hmm. How many people do you want to serve? Mm -hmm. Like how many lives do you want to change this year? Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to change a hundred thousand lives. I hear people say that kind of stuff all a hundred thousand lives. Do you think you can do that on empty? You need a hundred thousand, 200,000, 300,000 in the bank as far as money to be able to serve on that level because you need to be looking after yourself at that level. And it is like a divine feminine because there is that desire for um, luxury and abundance. And when I think about fuel, that's what I think about. I think about the, the pleasure of like being in abundance and being in, in 
extravagance almost like this extravagant energy right it's like when i do that um then i can serve more people but until i've done that i can't serve more people so it's always i always do the analogy of like if you if you wanted to pick up like three or four people three or four friends of yours and you're going to go on a road trip once again coming back to a car and you show up in a car that's like just about to break down all beaten up like nobody wants to get in that car with you <laughs> like no one's going to think that you're going to make it to that destination they're just like nope that's not going to happen but if you were to show up in like a beautiful big red bus you know that was like shiny and sparkling and new oh yeah come on into the bus like let's go let's go on this journey together so if you are that center of your business how can you make sure that you're well fueled, you're taking care of yourself, you know, you're in the already in the energy of expansion, already in the energy of abundance and flow and um, extravagance, like I said, and then you'll be able to pull more people in. Uh, I love all of that, like, especially the self care part, because for me, like leading my days with self care has been very life changing. And um, with that energy, that balance of masculine and feminine I feel like if you really break it down to the basics the masculine side is like the consciousness and the mindset whereas the feminine side is like your body like how your physical health and just like relaxing and being into your body would you agree with that (laughs) yeah one of the things that you and I talked about when you were on my podcast (laughs) um we were talking about the um the inner child and stuff like this. And we learn about desire when we're children. So we learn about what it is that we can and when he, what we can't desire when we're children. Yeah. And we're taught you can desire this, but you can't desire that. Mm-hmm. That's bad. And that's good. Yeah. And something as simple as that from the childhood sticks in your mind, you know, and becomes your belief system. Mm-hmm. You have to change your belief systems, but when you change your belief system, it starts with just changing your thoughts, like a couple of thoughts, a couple of patterns, changing them. Slowly, you'll be able to change your belief and you have to change your belief around desires. Mm -hmm. I work with people a lot through the, the energy of desires because we will hold ourselves back from pleasure. And it's like, what is pleasure? Well, it doesn't always have to be sexual pleasure. Pleasure comes yeah. in many different layers, but we'll hold ourselves back from pleasure. You, if you're holding sure. yourself back from pleasure, absolutely you're holding yourself back from being in the expansion of your being, mm-hmm. the fullness of your being. Right? Yeah. And that, that like, like how you mentioned that, like that can show up in so many different realms of our life, like not only the sexual part of it, but um And I think that's such a huge thing, like with our society, like we're cut off from our own bodies and told that it's like bad. That was definitely my story. And like just releasing that like really helps you really get rid of like shame, you know, shame that you might be carrying around or this kind of like just like forgiving yourself and forgiving your caretakers because really they were doing their best. (laughs) Yeah. I completely, I completely agree. And you're totally right with us. We're not only are we getting disconnected 
from our bodies right now, but we're also getting uh, we're also getting information about how we need to show up perfectly in our bodies. Um, Especially as women, I think. Yeah, as women. Yeah. But even as men too, because you know the men, you know, they have to have their abs and they have to, yeah, and they have to have their guns or whatever. It yeah, is. you're right. <laughs> um, no, we get these. This we're being fed this information, and I even find myself like having feeling the need to speak with my kids about that's not the way that you know we should look. And um, one of the biggest things I noticed lately is this whole like um, having a body like Kim Kardashian. There's nothing natural about Kim Kardashian's body. Like it's nothing natural about having a tiny waist, huge hips, a huge butt, huge boobs. Like it's just, it's almost comical. And you had shown me that body type or even you that body type when we were kids, it wouldn't have been something that we thought, oh, this is what everyone's going to want to look like. But it became fed into society. These are the systems and structures that I talk about that I feel that we have to disengage from and just even having this conversation today is making me realize like I I have to continue to write about that too because within the body if we're having this illusion of perfection it's an illusion because nobody's body's perfect and everybody has flaws and it's actually in the flaws that make us who we are yeah definitely and then how does that feed into self-expression I feel like it completely cuts us off like if if we if we can't even accept what we look like and we're we're being fed all of the stuff from the media of what we should look like how we should act like it definitely constricts us and the minute that you disconnect with your body is the minute that you can't express yourself oh yeah for sure you're either in your head or you're all over the place you're scattered you have to be in your in your physical body in order to express. So one of the tips that I that I tell people when it comes to expression is to do something physical that forces and jars your body and mind into going like, oh, I guess we work together. <laughs> Yoga, movement, dancing, like anything. Mm-hmm. It's going to raise your vibration, A, and B, it's going to remind you that you're in your physical body. These are called embodiment practices. You know, yeah. it's going to remind you that you're in your physical body and then get creative. Do mm-hmm. the expression stuff after you've moved your body. Yeah, it definitely helps. Like I, the ideas kind of just like pour into you. Yeah. And I'm and, speaking that from experience. <laughs> yeah. And even today I was talking to a client of mine on Boxer and uh, she was getting a lot of anxiety. I said, go outside, go outside walk around. She said, I've already been outside today. I said, no, go outside again, walk around, sit directly on the grass, like sit on nature is so abundant, so many gifts in nature. Right. And then you sit out there or you go out there, be in that space of the void and the surrender and the slowing down and the breathing, do some breath work or whatever it might be. You come back and you can refocus. And then I'm curious to know, with your own business, like, did you show up expressing yourself fully with that from day one? Was there some preliminary work you did so that you could do that from day one? Or has that kind of been like a process? I've spent many years, like, figuring myself out, getting better at expressing myself. To this day, there's still some things that I hold back on. 
And uh, that's the journey that I feel that whatever you're supposed to teach about is the journey that you've been going through. So I wasn't very expressive. I, I spent, you know, many years not expressing myself, especially not expressing negative emotion, only expressing positive emotions. So it's only lately that I have been even dipped into some of the darker sides. And that was with the help of my coach. I'm very grateful for receiving coaching and receiving support. I think we all need support. Um, and so from that, now I've been able to express myself a little bit more. And I recognize when my throat gets tight and I recognize when it's like something's coming up that I don't want to express. And I, I move through that. But it's a process. It's a journey. You know, if you show up on day one and you just want to be superficial with your stuff, <laughs> go ahead. Just post all your superficial stuff and make your pretty Instagram posts, make your make your feed look unbelievable. And then eventually you'll take a look at it and you'll say, has this actually converted to anything? Am I yeah. actually attracting people? Am I actually doing anything or am I just looking pretty for everyone? Yeah. And the answer and will be no. <laughs> the answer will be no. And it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like these, um, these pageant girls, right? These little girls dressed up all pretty for the pageant. Like, what are they getting out of that? Like most of the time it's their parents getting something out of it. They're not getting anything out of it, you know? Um, and it's like, at one point you'll look at your Instagram and you'll go, I don't want to be a pageant girl. I'm deeper than this. Yeah. And this is my story. And this is Definitely. what I want to tell, you know, mm -hmm. it's not my mom's story or like whatever story I've been fed as a child. It's me. Mm -hmm. So you are such like, we are all, you are, I am, we are all very expressive beings and you have the opportunity to tell a real story mm -hmm. to, to really connect with people on a heart to heart level authentically. So mm -hmm. that's where, where you should do it. And would you say like opening up that ability to tell our real story is by dipping our toes into those heavy emotions we feel? Cause you mentioned before how you've kind of, um, stayed on the side of like positive thinking. And I can completely relate to you. Like when I first started doing mindset work and being like, oh, I just have to think positive. Then anytime a negative, negative in quotes thought would come, I'd just kind of be like, oh no, I don't have to think that. Let me think this instead. When really like I've come to learn that like those thoughts, it's kind of like, I, I feel like it's your body telling you like, hey, you're like, you're doing something that I don't like, like you need to go outside and, and stretch or like, go get some air. <laughs> something needs to shift because it starts as a little negative thought, but like over time, if you keep ignoring it, it becomes like a loud scream. And it's like, I don't know, a spasm in your neck or something like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, uh, absolutely. It's, you know, it's about expressing parts of ourselves that we might not normally express it's about like pushing ourselves out of certain comfort zones and I think that in those expressions is more likely when you're going to find connection with people because humans connect with each other on that level you know um, everybody has a perfect Instagram page or perfect whatever but really like the posts that do the best are the ones where we're showing our humanness and that can be lighthearted. still it can be comedy Mm -hmm. or it can be depth 
or it can be evocative or something that makes you think, you know, just like going outside of the box and thinking like, how can I show up even more authentically? How can I be of better service? How can I step into the fullness of my being? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Like it, for me, anytime I've shared like a vulnerable story, it does really well. (laughs) Every time every time. And this is what I, this is what I help people through is, is sharing some of these vulnerable stories, but also to be honest, there are so many levels to get you there first, you know? Oh yeah, Um, for sure. It's might take somebody a long time to Mm -hmm. get to the point of posting something like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas you and I, maybe from stuff that we've gone through in our childhood or work that we've been doing on our own being are able to express it easier. Um, and yet, and yet you'll still see a lot of people out there who are successful, who are not quite expressing. Hmm. And that, yeah. I think that feeds into what we were talking about, that, that image, like following the image, um, you know, they might be successful monetarily, but are they successful yeah. in their soul? You know? Yeah. Are they, how do they feel inside? Are yeah. they feeling good about that? You can have yeah. millions of dollars and be the most depressed person in the world. Yeah. You have nothing to do with it. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I could talk to you forever. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for, for taking this time for everyone that's listening. Where can they find out more about you? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So my website is sukton.com and that's, that's how I'm showing up on social everywhere. You, if you look up S O O K T O N, you'll find Sukton on Instagram, on Twitter, and I'm on the wisdom app a lot talking on there and on clubhouse um, as Suki Eluterio, but, um, sukton.com, my website is the best place to find me. Cool. I'll put that in the show notes. Are there any, is there any like last message or last little nugget of wisdom you want to give to our listeners? Yeah, I would say to just continue to, um, listen to your own inner guidance and, um, speak when you feel like you need to speak about something. If you feel like something is on your chest or stuck in your throat and you feel like you need to share, just push yourself to maybe share it with a couple of people, your friends, um, your inner circle, and then slowly and inevitably share it with the world. Because if you're feeling it and you're moving through it, there's somebody out there who's feeling just like you and they need that support. They deserve to hear your voice and you deserve to share your voice. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe, and that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.